Welcome to Inspire Campfire, a podcast where ordinary people tell their stories of extraordinary adventure. These are campfire stories meant to inspire the rest of us to light the fire within, get outside, follow our dreams, and return to tell our own stories. Ready? Let's strike the match. Welcome, welcome. Oh man, today we are going to hear an adventure story of backpacking the country of Thailand. I am so excited. International travel always gets me jacked up because frankly, I haven't done a lot of it myself. And I've always been intrigued specifically with the country of Thailand, probably because of the cuisine and the Buddhist culture. Uh, Super interesting for me today. So our adventurer is Siobhan Murphy. She has a spirit of adventure and stories to tell. She actually grew up and went to school in Kilkenny, Ireland. And then after moving to the U.S., she spent six months working at a horse ranch in Brevard, North Carolina. Uh, But today she's going to share some of her stories with us about spending a month backpacking in Thailand. Siobhan, welcome to the campfire. Thank you. Yeah. So excited to hear this story. I've, we've been talking about it for a long time. I've just been so intrigued. Like, so before we jump into the Thailand um, story, you know, you're, you've, you're an international, I mean, grew up in (laughs) Ireland and then came to the, to us. Can you just share for the folks listening just a little bit about your background? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was born in Boston. In Boston. Yes, in Boston. My dad is from Ireland and my mom's from Boston. They met in an Irish pub on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, how fitting. Yes. And eight years um, after they got married, I was born. And dad whisked us away to a horse farm in Ireland. So that's where I grew up. Um, Went to boarding school for um, six years. Did college in Ireland and ended up in Brevard, of all places. Oh, that's amazing. So I didn't know that your dad also worked on a horse farm. Yes, we had 80 horses growing up. 80 horses growing up. Wow. You were living the outdoors. Yes. yes. Man. It was very busy. There was no time for um, Saturday cartoons when we were kids, unfortunately. Oh, man. that's This sounds like a whole other podcast, the, the, the horse adventures of Siobhan. Yes. I mean, it was always a good time. I didn't appreciate it as a kid because I just wanted to be like, watching Spongebob in my pajamas, but definitely <laughs> like can thank my work ethic um, and um, passion for outdoors. Thanks to it. Yeah. I love it. And I know you're an avid hiker and, um, I'm always seeing pictures of you on social media, just getting out on the trail. So that that's pretty awesome. But, um, but you took this epic trip to Thailand. So, um, tell us a little bit about just kind of the background and the kind of the highlights of the trip. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was crazy. It was, um, one of the best trips ever. It was Parts of it were obviously very overwhelming, but it was a beautiful country. Um, We landed in Bangkok and I have never experienced anything like that before. Um, I, it was just very overwhelming, the smells and the streets, and I was ready to turn around. Ah, this was not a good, a good experience. Um, It was, it was eye opening. I mean, this, after a couple hours I adjusted and I was like, okay, okay, this is okay. Um, but then we were there, we were in Bangkok for a couple days and we got to visit some, um, temples and we got ripped off by some tuk-tuks, which are like little motorcycles with, um, trailers on them. 
and you got ripped learned, off. All right, we got to hear this story. How how did that go down? Well, we learned that after using them for a few days, we were paying like five times the amount that they usually charge. Um, and then one guy just left us at a temple, and we were like, "Oh, okay, great. Well, I guess we'll figure out a different." Ride. <laughs> there, there was no Uber at that time, was there? there no, there was not. <laughs> Wow. Um, yeah, definitely uh, a good start to the trip. It was very overwhelming. And I think it was just like the fish and they sell like fried spiders and fried scorpions and fish heads. And I was just like, oh, my goodness gracious. Okay. Wait, fried spiders and fried scorpions. Did you sample? No. Oh, well, we're going to have to talk about cuisine. That's definitely something I want to hear. That's some of the most interesting foods. I mean, let's go there. What were some of the most interesting foods that you ate? Um, I mean, all the curries were amazing. Um, the pad thai obviously was insane. Just so good. Um, I think like a lot of the seafood was insane as well. Like it was all so fresh and the shrimp and just like really, really good, like home cooked. It didn't taste like it does here where it's like, oh, I can taste the preservatives in this. It was just <laughs> nice. so fresh. Yeah. Did you eat anything out of the ordinary that you, that you wouldn't find here? Um, I didn't. My boyfriend actually did sample the scorpion and the spiders. So oh. I'm the photographer, but I'm. You have photos. Yes. Very I'm cool. What, 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 what was his take? Uh, very crunchy. Yeah. It's very, very bear grills of him. Scorpions yeah. and spiders. I love it. Yeah. Bear grills is his, um, like, idol. So that's, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> so it's very, it's very fitting. So I want to just real quick. So you, you said that it took a bunch of adjusting, like, and it sounded like you adjusted pretty quickly within a couple of hours, but like, what were some of the things you had to like, what required adjusting? Um, so the, the smell was insanely overwhelming, um, to the point where I was gagging and I was like, Oh, wow. um, my boyfriend was like, you, you cannot do that. Stop. Like, this is, you're very, it's insulting. And I like, it wasn't like being dramatic. I was just like trying to like walk around and not, it was just insane. Um, so that was probably the biggest adjustment for sure. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And, and so how many days were you in Bangkok? We were there for three days. Okay. All right. Okay. And by Actually, the end, you kind of, kind of got used to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. It, it's a whole thing. Bangkok is um, definitely there's a lot of tourists and there's a lot of hostels and like there's a lot of people our age traveling. So it was it was cool. It was like everyone from all over the world. Like we hung out with a lot of Australians and um, New Zealanders and stuff. So it was cool. Yeah, very cool. So um, so so kind of take me on a, a tour of what you guys saw over the course of the month and where you went, like what kind of scenery you saw. Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, we took a 12 hour bus down to, um, I'm going to butcher it. It's, I think it's Surat tiny, tiny. It's okay. a long time ago, but, um, so that was like a tiny little town where we we're supposed to spend the night. Um, yeah. we're supposed to spend one night. And so that night we walked out to get some food and my boyfriend decided, Oh, this would be a great opportunity for me to try street food. And one bite in, he was like, Oh, the middle of this is, is cold. And it was like a hot dog mm. or something. And I was like, probably shouldn't continue to eat that but instead of listening to me he proceeded to eat another one and we ended up spending an extra day there um because of his food poisoning yikes okay so we um which was it was crazy like this town had like it was super sketchy it had nothing like our hostel room like had bars on the window and the window was like six feet up and so i was like very 
better to be sitting in all that. Room. All right, Shimona, we're, we're going to have to get to the good stuff here pretty quickly because we've got smells, we've got scorpions, we've got spiders, and we've got uh, uh, stomach bugs so or stomach food poisoning. <laughs> yes. We better fast forward to the good stuff because I know well, you had an amazing trip. Well, yeah, this is where the um, this is where the end of the badness starts or stops. So we took a um, a big ship like um, to Kosamui, which was just insane. It was the most amazing place I've ever been. Like clearest of clear waters, um, beautiful beaches, like little beach huts with like the coconut drinks and just like everything you picture when you think of like a vacation in Thailand. Um, wow, yeah. And that was a bigger island, so we had a lot of really good hiking on that, what too. It, what was it called again? Kosamui. Kosamui, okay. And, yeah, just insane. It was just so, so beautiful. We were either hiking or we were snorkeling. We did a couple days um, snorkeling trips, um, which were really cool, um, just, like, the most beautiful fish. And then the people that ran it were obviously used to the locals. It was funny because they would like throw like pieces of bread at people. So the bread would like land on you as you're snorkeling and the fish would just like get you. Oh, nice. It was funny. You had all these like people screaming in the water. It was like, exactly. It was very entertaining. Um, and then we, so we stayed there for a couple of days. It was funny because we were staying in a hostel um, and the wallpapers were quite yellow. Um, and so, but, there was like red splotches all over the walls. And I was like, this is weird. Like, I wonder like, is this the design or what's happening? Um, and so the next day we were on the boat and this group of girls from Australia were like, have you seen the spiders? And I was like, what, do you, what spiders? And they're like, you're seeing in our hostel, right? And, and I was like, yeah, yeah. And they were like, you haven't seen the spiders and you hit them with the shoe and they just explode with red. Oh, no. And I was like, no, no, hadn't seen them, but that makes sense why there's red splotches everywhere. This um, is how they decorate the wallpaper. Yes, it, it was very, very organic. Um, so that was funny. I spent that next night just wide awake in bed like this all night. <laughs> um, but no, it was beautiful. It was like the most serene place and the water and just everything was just so beautiful um we attempted to rent a moped because that's how everyone got around but mm -hmm. we just there's so many um people all over the different islands like everywhere you went you kind of either saw the same group of people now and again um and uh, so many people were on crutches and like had like broken arms and I was all from falling off these mopeds so I tried it it was really heavy I got off and I was like we're gonna get another tuck tuck for the rest of this trip. So, cool. so after that, we bounced to Koh Tao, which was a tiny little island, which was also just so beautiful. Um, and it, yeah, just like really special places, like very like off the beaten track. Like the huts there didn't have um, electricity. The kids didn't have shoes, but like everyone just seemed so happy and like was just like so grateful for you, like you being there and like being part of like the tourism and stuff. So it was really, really cool to see. So it was a tourist destination, but you encountered locals while you were there. Yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I love but, hearing that. Like when you hear that, like local, I mean, you talk about like, they're not wearing shoes, but your immediate next, you follow that up with like, they seem very happy. Like you yeah. love hearing that. Like, yeah, they were, they were super, super friendly and happy. And yeah, just like enjoying life. Like, like here, I feel like it's just like hustle bustle, got to get somewhere. And there you just like, they're just hanging out and having lunch. And it was just really nice. Yeah. It's a common theme that we hear a lot on this podcast. 
Yeah. It's the slower pace of life when you get out of the United States. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. saw some of that in other places in part in Thailand as well. Yeah. So we saw that in a lot. The most touristy place we went was probably Copenhagen, which was next um, on our stop, which was okay. um, for the full moon party. But that was just insane. Like I've, it was just like people just having the best time everywhere. It was like people from all over the world, just there to like witness this full moon. And um, it was incredible. It was really, really cool. Full moon party. Is that something that happens regularly or is it, was it a special full moon? No, it's every full moon they do it. Oh, wow. Okay. So it, it wasn't very rare, but it was cool because everyone was there around that time because you want to hit a full moon party if you're going to go to Thailand. Got it. Um, hit so the full moon party. Okay. Yeah. So it was cool. It was cool to see. Um, what happens at a full moon party? There's like music and fire throwers and dancing and um, like buckets of alcohol that they sell with like straws and pale like shovels and stuff so you can like go and use them to make sandcastle afterwards and stuff it's it's there you fun. Go. yeah it's just like i don't know i i don't know how to describe it if you were in san diego you would describe it as like ob on a wednesday which is like the fire thrower night and like there's live music and it's just it's incredible yeah it sounds like uh it sounds like a party you might find just about anywhere like but but with the with the thai culture built in that's pretty awesome Right. Yeah. It was definitely cool to see. Um, but some people will stay for like a while because there's like the buildup and the, the wind down. But one night at the full moon party and we were good. We, um, hopped on a night train and went to Chiang Mai after that. So we, it was really cool. We hopped on a train. We had our own little bunk bed, um, room, which was cool. Um, the seats folded down and we each had a little bed. So I think that was like a 16 hour train ride, 12 or 16. And then we ended up in Chiang Mai, which was just like a whole different um, country. It was like from, be- you went from beaches and like clear, crystal clear waters to like the jungle. Oh, so wow. like the rainforest and elephant sanctuaries. And so we did like zip lining and hiking and just like saw some incredible waterfalls, saw like the most beautiful elephant sanctuary where you got to like go and feed them and like give them a bath. And it was just like, so, so wholesome. The elephant is their, is their country symbol. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. And they're such gentle creatures. I was terrified. And I, I grew up riding like 18 hand horses and this elephant, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the biggest thing I've ever seen. But they were just so gentle. Surreal, right? Beautiful creatures. Yeah. Cool. So, um, what was that your, was that your last stop in the jungle? Yes. We were in the jungle for about two weeks, I think. Um, two weeks in the jungle. Maybe it was 10 days. It was a while. We did like so much hiking and we stayed in like the coolest places. Like some places we stayed were like hostels, of course, but then other places were like huts with like no electricity and like just a place for you to throw your backpack down. And yeah, it was just cool. That's, that really sounds amazing. So I'm curious, like as you were there and, and all the, I mean, and you saw, you saw beaches, you saw jungle and you saw city, but like, how was the travel? How was sort of getting around, um, being able to communicate, being able to get what you needed? Um, you know, was there any language barrier? I guess just the ease of travel is my question. Um, so it was, it definitely depended on the part you were in, like from Island to Island was tricky. Um, the people on the islands just didn't, 
understand what we were saying. Mm-hmm. And so it was a lot of like finding a map and pointing to where you want it to go. And then like they tell you a price and you know that you're like, this is definitely not the price, but like what choice do you have? Um, so it was a lot of that. And then there's like obviously places like Chiang Mai that had like the train. So like that was an easier place to get to because you're like, oh, okay. Like this is a train station. They obviously like have signs in both English and Thai. Um, so that was easier, but there was a lot of places that we couldn't read the menu. We couldn't, um, like speak to the waitress. So we were just like, I guess I'll try this. Like just point to a random number and hope for the best, which was, it was an experience. So is that a, is that a fearful experience for you or is it an exciting experience or maybe a combination of both? Um, at the time I feel like it was fearful, but cause I was just like terrified of getting sick. Um, and yeah. like, when you don't know what you're ordering or eating. It's kind of like, oh, okay. But, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. Looking back, it was, it's just fun. It's like, okay, well, yes, I don't know what any of this is. So I just have to try something. You had a lot of new experiences on this trip. I mean, it sounds like there was a lot of, uh, kind of new experiences that were not so pleasant, but some that were just amazing. And, um, yeah, you know, I mean, with that, you could have chosen to go anywhere. I imagine like what, what called you to Thailand? Um, we just really wanted to go somewhere different. So somewhere that we hadn't done before and we had done like Italy and Spain and Portugal and France and just a ton of European countries and Mm -hmm. of course America. So we were like, okay, we're somewhere that we're going to be out of our comfort zone that we can hike and be outside. And that's affordable to spend a month there was a huge factor too. somewhere that we can kind of live off pennies for a month and be fine. Live off pennies. So it was possible to do that when you went. Yes, absolutely. I love it. So, but I think the key that I heard there is you wanted to go someplace that was outside of your comfort zone. Yes. What is it about getting outside of your comfort zone? Um, I feel like, I don't know. We, I had just graduated college. I'd been in a classroom for four years and I was like, okay, let me go and do something that I'm not comfortable with something that's going to scare me and something that I'm going to like really remember in 10 years from now. Something memorable, something that would kind of scare you. And you kind of felt a little bit cooped up. Yes. Oh, hundred percent. From college. So some of this was about freedom. Yes. hundred percent. Freedom and exploration. Like, again, I mean, I think that's a common theme. Like what is that? What is it about that call to freedom that people, you know, that draws people? Yeah. I, I think it was just growing up being outdoors for so long. And then suddenly, I mean, I mean, I was obviously in school and stuff, but in college it's different because you're like in college all day and you're studying all night and then you're studying all weekend. So I was done and I was just like, okay, I need to be somewhere that I can be outdoors. Yeah. And I mean, that's what brought me to Vervard too. Even after a month in Thailand, I was like, nope, not ready to be grown up yet. (laughs) I need to be outdoors. Yeah. So you kind of grew up in that natural environment and, um, you know, felt a little bit cooped up and, and just the, it called you back. Yes. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. And the spiders and the scorpions called you too. <laughs> yeah. Definitely <laughs> not going to lie. I was very fearful going somewhere where I knew the spiders were going to be bigger than my face. I'm sure. So was there any point when you were sort of planning this trip that you experienced any sort of fears or doubts about like, about going? I mean, was there ever like, did you just wake up one day and say, we're going to do this and you booked it? Or was there like kind of a build up to that decision? There was definitely a build up. We um, were trying to decide between Vietnam, Cambodia and Thailand mm-hmm. or all of them. And so Cambodia and Vietnam are still definitely on my list. But we decided if we're going to do 
if we're going to go and we only had a month, we were going to really do one of the countries and go all over and just spend a lot of time being able to like taking our time hiking and seeing like all the wildlife and doing all the touristy stuff. Like we spent like three days in a cookery school in the countryside, which was just so nice. cool. We went to the farmer's market and bought everything that was like from the farm down the street and was just like really cool. Learned how to make pad thai. So that was. That oh, was nice. But well, that's that's but, good enough. So you know how to make pad thai. Is that is that is that like? Can you just whip up a batch? It definitely does not taste the same as <laughs> it did the day the um, cookery teacher taught me how to do it. But unfortunately, yeah. but I mean, it's definitely not bad. But um, yeah, I think it was just we wanted to go somewhere that yeah we we're going to be out of our comfort zone and that but that we were going to be able to like find like ways to get around so that had a train and had a bus system and. Somewhere that like we weren't going to have to like try and rent or buy a car or something. So that, yeah. And that's a good, I was going to ask that question too. Like what preparations did you have to make for a trip like this? Knowing you're going to a foreign country, language could be an issue. Like, you know. Um, so we had a lot of um, dictionaries. We had like a couple like phrases and stuff uh, that we could, we obviously couldn't say, but we could easily point to if we like we needed to. Um, we had to get a lot of vaccinations, which I wasn't anticipating, um, and just really mapping out our route. Like we def we didn't book anything. My brother um, did it the year after I did, and he booked everything to the day. And we really didn't want that because we wanted to be like, oh, we love this place. Like, let's stay here and do an extra day's hiking, or let's go on a different like elephant trail tomorrow. Um, so, but we just really needed to know where we were going to be, like, make sure it was going to be safe, um, kind of like look into the crime rates in each spot and see like what the dangers were going to be in each place. So I think that would freak a lot of people out. And frankly, probably myself included to like go to a foreign country and not have like scheduled reservations every single day. Like how, how was that? I mean, did it work? Did everything work out? I mean, obviously you had a great time, but like, did, was there ever any issue with, not having reservations, finding a place to stay? Um, there was a couple nights that we stayed in places that we probably wouldn't have chosen if it was our first choice. But I mean, there was never a night where we like slept on the street or anything. Like there was just like a lot of, okay, this hut definitely has way too many spiders in it. I'm not going to yeah. sleep a wink, but, um, but no, I mean, I, I would prefer it like that than having that strict schedule just because, our plans did change so much. And like, there was a couple of times where we met like a couple groups of people and we're like, Oh, this is really fun. Like, let's stay here and do this like boat trip with them tomorrow that we hadn't even thought of doing. Um, so it was cool. Yeah. I mean, I love the, the spontaneity of it. That's to me, that's just, that's something that's super exciting. Aside from just sort of the new experience, was there anything in particular that you were looking for when you went on this trip and, and did you find it? I guess, we were just looking for something new, like a new experience, a new culture, yeah. a new, a different way to think. Um, and it was crazy. Like it was crazy to see how simply people lived and how happy they were and how little they had. And it made us really grateful for what we were going to, what we knew we were coming home to. But also I feel like it changed. Like I wasn't, I wasn't like, not that I was ever wrapped up in the drama at home, like in the pub on the Saturday night, but I was like, this is ridiculous. Like we are complaining about nothing, um, like in comparison to some people's problems. So it was very eye opening. 
Yeah. Tra- travel, that's like, I think for me, one of the biggest things that just expands your awareness and it really opens up the way that you see the world. Yeah. And I love that you said gratitude. I love, I love that you brought that in. Um, makes you appreciate what you had. Um, would you go back? Um, I would definitely go back to Southeast Asia. I probably would do um, Vietnam or Cambodia, especially since it's been a while. Um, I mean, back then you could pretty much get a burger at any of the tourist destinations. So I'd mm-hmm. love to go somewhere where it's more authentic. Um, whereas Thailand, when we were there, people had said like Cambodia is what Thailand was 10 years prior. So to go somewhere that's a little less touristy would probably be next on my bucket list. Yeah. Do you feel like the, the trip like changed you at all in terms of like the person that you are? Like, did you, do you feel like you came back a different person? I think I came back more um, confident in, in terms of traveling, in terms of being like, um, like I've been flying back and forth to the States since I was two weeks old. So I've never been like afraid to travel by myself or fly or by myself, but just like really trying like new restaurants and like, okay, this hike is maybe out of my comfort zone, but like, that's fine. Like, let's give it a go. Um, If it's not like heavily trafficked, like, is it going to be safe? Is it? So I think like, I really threw caution to the wind with a lot. So I, I think like that made me more confident in like picking, picking trips and flying places and being like, it, it'll be fine. We'll just, we'll figure it out. It takes a lot of courage to do something like that. There's no question about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for people that are listening, like what advice do you have for people that might be like, that might kind of feel like they're being called to go travel the world or go, go have an experience like the one that you had, but kind of, you know, maybe making, making up reasons in their mind why they shouldn't go. Like what, what would you say to those folks? Um, I would say just go ahead and book the flight um, and then figure it out afterwards. Think about it, book it, and then it's done and you have to go. Um, If the last 18 months has taught us anything, it's that life is unpredictable and you should make the most of it while you can. That's great advice. Just book it. Yeah. Just do it. Don't don't overthink it. Just, just, just make it happen and go for it. Um, Wanted to, wanted to ask you one other thing I've asked other people on the podcast that I love. It's, um, you know, we throw, we throw the word awesome around and, uh, in our culture, but awe, like it's a, it's a really special word. And, um, the Oxford languages, which is Google's dictionary definition of the word awe is a feeling of reverential respect mixed with fear or wonder. And I'm just curious, like when you were in Thailand, did you have any awe experiences, that feeling of wonder mixed with fear? I think definitely like standing beside an elephant for the first time. Um, And their, their eyes are just like the size of your face. And you're like, Oh my goodness, this is terrifying. This could squish me with like one foot. Um, so that was definitely an awe moment. And then I love that. Yeah. yeah, Just being in the water too, with like hundreds of fish and turtles and I'm like not great in the water. So I was definitely terrified that something was going to eat me alive, but it was just so beautiful. It was like that combination of I'm terrified, but I'm going to stick this out because it's just so incredible. There's so many colors and different things. Yeah. It, just, I mean, animals, especially those that we're not, that we don't encounter every day, but like the elephant, I mean, just yeah. such a mass, but you said he was, you know, they were so gentle. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, what's just like, yeah, they, they, 
they could pick up their foot and crush you, but yet they're so gentle. I mean, it's just, wow. Like, I love that. I love that. That's, that's super cool. I hope to, I hope to be able to have a similar experience someday. Yeah. Um, so Siobhan, um, at some point they're going to make a movie about you and your trip to Thailand. So who is going to be the actress that's going to play you in your movie? Um, I think probably with Reese Witherspoon. Oh, Reese Witherspoon. Perfect. I can see that. Yep. She, I love I, it. All right. Very good. Very happy. And I love her. <laughs> she's great. Yeah. And so what would your movie be called? Oh, man. Um, a movie about the trip. Uh, the Trials and Trails of Thailand. The Trials and Trails of Thailand. I love that. The Trials and Trails. That's perfect. Well, this was super, super fun. I really, really appreciate you sharing your story with us today. Um, it was a lot of fun to hear. Yeah. Um, and for everybody listening, I hope you've been inspired today as much as I have. I hope that Siobhan's story has encouraged you to listen to the voice inside you that calls you to adventure. Because we want to hear your story next. If you have a story to tell or you need a nudge to create one, please send us an email. And until next time, I want to encourage you to get outside. Thanks for listening. Siobhan, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me.